0: All right. And hello, everyone. This may be a bit of a surprise for some of you to see me back like this. Uh, So I'm still working on season two, but I have my subscription on Buzzsprout and I still have to pay for it monthly, even though I'm not uploading episodes. And I thought I should still put out some kind of content, whatever it is. And I thought about it and I thought it'd be interesting to do like a monthly roundup of Loggerstot News, like articles that I came across that I thought were pretty interesting that we can talk about. So the nature of these roundups is that they're going to be a lot more casual compared to my scripted episodes, and they're going to focus more on like interesting articles that I came across, uh, what I like about them, and why they are relevant to our material on hand. And to make sure I don't go overboard, I'm going to try to make sure I limit myself to like 10 minutes an episode. So something nice, light, casual, and something that like can keep you up to date on some interesting paleontology news. So the first one I want to talk about is called A Lower Cretaceous Lagerstadt from France, a Taponomic Overview of the Angelic Charente Vertebrate Assemblage. And that is by Lee Rosada. And this is our first New Designated Lagerstadt for 2021. And uh, I, I like to keep track of any new Lagerstadt that like are designated. And this is our first one. So this is from France. This is an early Cretaceous site. And this is a literal bone bed. This is a bone bed of mainly dinosaurs. But you have fossils of other animals. Including turtles, crocodiles, fish. And what's also interesting is we get fossils of plants. But we also get fossils of tracks and coprolites. And the coprolites are preserved very well. You can see remains of the food still inside the coprolite itself. Uh, the reason why this is a Lagerstadt in this case is the huge concentration of fossils in one area. And these were preserved in a swampy environment of some kind. And the some of the things we can take away from this is that... Based on the density of certain kinds of animals found here, uh, mainly a type of dinosaur called Ornithomimosaurus, uh, we can assume that they were social, that they were gregarious. Um, Many different uh, individuals from the same species were found in the area. Just like a lot of animals today uh, herd and live together and eventually may die together due to drought or uh, some sort of exposure to a disease. So too did dinosaurs in the past. And another reason why I like this Lagerstadt a lot is that it also has like some really cool bite marks. There's a cool picture that I found that I'll upload on my Twitter account that is uh, a turtle shell with a crocodile bite mark in it, which to me is really stellar. Uh, I really like this because not only is it a fossil, the turtle shell, but it's also a fossil of a behavior from a crocodile. So two fossils in one. Very interesting. And uh, I I think that's really cool. I really like uh, seeing that these kinds of sites are still discovered. And I should stress, thousands of these fossils were found in this one site. Very interesting. All right, next one is failed prey or peculiar necrolysis. Isolated ammonite soft body from the late Jurassic of Ixtstadt, Germany, with complete digestive tract and male reproductive organs. And that's by Christian Klug and their fellow scientists. Uh, This one is an interesting one. I really like this one because it's pretty gnarly. So this was an ammonite fossil found in late Jurassic Germany, which is already known for an abundance of super well-preserved fossils. And this is really interesting because this is the soft parts of ammonites. Most of the time when we find ammonite fossils, it's just their shell, and that's it. Cause that's the actual mineralized section of the ammonite and the other part would just rot away, rot away easily. But this is an actual, the interior soft part of the ammonite itself. And now the wild thing about this is that, you know, we get the usual, like we find digestive tract, gills, reproductive tract, the central nervous system. Very cool in itself. Uh, But we also, it it may have had a wild, absolutely wild way of, of having the soft parts be preserved in the first place. And the idea behind it is that another squid, or a type of squid called a blemnite, basically punctured a hole in the ammonite shell. And then it would use its mouth to just basically pull out or suction out the internal soft organs, out through the hole of the shell, where they can then feast upon it, and they provided this gnarly, <laughs> this gnarly drawing of the interpretation of this event happening, and it's kind of shudder-inducing. It kind of, it's a bit like ugh, but it's really cool. So it looks like it's a failed predation attack on an ammonite, and one of the reasons why they think this is a failed predation attack is that a lot of ammonites found in the region have holes. Uh, the shells themselves have holes in them that were made from um, bite marks from larger animals, from pred- predatory animals. And so a lot of times it's just a shell, but this is the result of it. Maybe the squid or the belemnite pulled it out, pulled out the soft parts out of the ammonite, and then for whatever reason dropped it, and then it later got preserved on the seafloor. Uh, very cool, and it's incredibly rare to get... Uh, anatomy of a uh, ammonite to begin with and they found that the soft parts were arranged very similar to a modern nautilus which is not like a descendant but definitely a relative of the ammonite moving on this is going to be a quick one Uh, a new remarkable preserved fossil assassin bug uh, from the Eocene Green River Formation of Colorado and that's by Daniel Swanson and their fellow scientists and it's This is just a really cool fossil in general. It's a basically assassin bug, uh, which they named, oof, d'Anjuri. And it's really beautiful, almost complete specimen, and it has a beautiful banded appearance on it. And the banded appearance is from the original display that the assassin bug once had. I like this because... First off, beautiful fossil, but it's also from the Green River Formation, which to me is a very close and dear to my heart because I used to work at Fossil Butte National Monument, which preserves Green River fossils. Um, I like that, it. it's really pretty, and it also preserves its penis as well. So hey, that's uh that's pretty funny. I love that. Okay, and the final one, it's a little it's it's kinda tangentially related to Lagerstaden, but it made the news around, and you probably even heard this too, um, and it's called Dire Wolves or the Last of an Ancient New World Canid Lineage, and that's by Angela Perry and their fellow scientist, and this is a Nature article here, and what they did was they sequenced the genomes from fossil remains of dire wolves, and they compared the, the sequences to modern canids. Foxes gray wolves, uh, coyotes, those kinds of animals. And what they found is that even though the dire wolf is very wolf-like, it's actually a distant relative of them. Uh, They diverge uh, from this lineage about 5.7 million years ago, so way before these other animals uh, came out. And so what the idea is is that this ancient dire wolf lineage moved into North America and it wasn't until recently that the coyotes and the gray wolves followed uh, afterwards and what's cool about this is that this is a great example of convergent evolution which you know I talked about briefly in our in the Narrowcourt Caves episode how you get the Tasmanian wolf which adapts very wolf-like features Well, we're seeing that again. The dire wolf was evolving very wolf-like features, even though it's not a direct relative of the wolf uh, because it's a very efficient structure. It's a very efficient body plan to uh, do what it's supposed to do. In this case, work together and attack large prey. And that is just very interesting to me. And they even used uh, dire wolf skulls from La Brea Tar Pits uh, to help them along their way. All right, so that is it for our Lagerstadt roundup. I hope you like this casual episode. If you do, let me know. If you think, hey, you should try something else instead, I'm all ears for that. And I hope to see you all next time. Love you all and have a great day.